podcast. I'm your host, Savannah Robinson, joined by my co-host, Blue Robinson. Hey, Savannah. Southern California. Look where we are. It's beautiful Hunting outside. Yeah. It's good to be here, isn't it? Yes. Even though it's been a little bit uh, cool, it yeah, still has amazing days. weather and beach, man. It's so close to us. I hey, love it. So we're getting some, some questions on who we are. Why don't we tell listeners who we are? Because they're like, well, who are these people? How do they have <laughs> yeah. the right responsibility to give us advice? Yeah, well, I am a 15-year-old student. Um, I have, like, I guess some good insight on, like, teenage life and just that sort of stuff that can also coincide into, like, adulthood and that sort of situation, and you are. I'm a substance use disorder counselor and a licensed mental health therapist, so got something called a dual license helps me do counseling uh, through therapy family all that kind of stuff and then substance use disorder which means I specified uh, my degree to lean into addiction recovery so I can do family therapy and all kinds of mental health therapy but also specializing in addiction recovery yeah so that's who we are yeah we got a neat topic today I'm excited to talk about this this is something you've been pondering for a while yeah I have I've been planning some of those topics for upcoming podcasts and I came up with the topic of um to stop like surviving and start living this is a big deal and it's cool you you chose this because there was a there was a topic that I used to do when I did educational groups with my clients we talk about the difference between surviving versus living yeah um we have these things called survivors groups and they're, they're groups that are set up specifically for people that might have had problems with, um, uh, you know, like, like physical abuse, sexual uh-huh. abuse. And they call themselves survivors. And I've never, I mean, this might sound funny, but I've never liked that term. I haven't either. Because I want to be more than just a survivor. I want to be a thriver, right? Yeah. And so if, if we survive it, that kind of means that we're always kind of stuck in that in, I don't know, in that victim mentality. Yeah. And I'm like, I want us to survive the abuse, but then I want us to thrive and live again. Right? Exactly. So jump into it. Tell me a little bit about what sparked this and maybe some background on what it is. All right. Well, what sparked the idea was I just watched a lot of people when, um, and like how they were portraying themselves in conversations. And they kept just saying how life just seemed like every day was the exact same. And I started kind of like paying attention to my days and I was focusing in on what was happening and what I could be doing. And I was like, you know what? School sucks. Like I'm not like traveling this young. I'm not doing anything super exciting or huge. Um, and I was like, and I was like, because I have school and I kept just saying that to myself. And I was like, I started looking at the time and watching it for like a week straight. And I was like, I get out at like one fifty-five, and I have the rest of the day to do whatever I want. And I don't. Um, and so I've started trying to change what I do after school just to like, I don't know change up like not just every day is the same and I started giving that to some friends and so I came up with a list of things um to start like thriving instead of surviving Mm, I like it yeah all right so our number one is stop living within proximity so it doesn't just mean like you have to stay um at your house or like you it doesn't mean you have to travel way out of state it's just leaving your house every day going out doing something going for a walk going for a run a hike whatever it is the weather's warming up like getting outside Um, out of your comfort zone, even if that's just like your room and you're not leaving your room enough, like start doing that, start small. So that, that brings us to what we're doing here in Southern California, right? Yeah. We wanted to come down and have a change of scenery and just kind of do a beach trip. Nothing spectacular, no Disneyland because it's closed, (laughs) right? And all these other things. And we usually come down here and we're just constantly going up at the crack of dawn, you know, in lines waiting for, for something to happen. Exactly. This is different. This is more of a casual trip. We're, we're still kind of isolating and keeping away from the general pop because COVID's still a yeah. thing. Right? <laughs> and um, the cool part about this was is that there's there's been no stress. But the other night, um, it was kind of funny. 
uh, mom and I were going to go over to the shop down downtown. You know, they yeah. have a little farmer's market. And you guys wanted to go to the beach. And you guys went all by yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, this is kind of cool, actually. I told mom, I'm like, this is really strange. I'm like, look, they're, they're all gone. <laughs> and you started to explore your surroundings without the, I don't know, the parental supervision. Yeah. What's that like when you get out of your proximity and start really, like, seeing what else is out there? It's so cool because there's sometimes, like, everywhere we go, even if we do get out of the house, it's always you or mom are there and that sort of situation, which is completely fine. We love that. But I guess it's cool to also be on a trip outside of just where we are, kind of exploring our own nature, like, finding what we like outside of just what we have. Um, Like, even just this morning, me and Brooklyn got up a little earlier and walked down to the beach to go take some cool pictures in the morning and that sort of stuff. And it was, like, before anyone was even awake. And that wouldn't have happened if it was one of these trips where it was, like, we all have to be up at the same time. We're all getting ready at the same time. We're all leaving at the same time. Yeah. I like that one. So, explore your surroundings. Get out and and start living a little bit. You know, go to those those situations and those places that you've only read about. I love it. All right. Our number two is stop being okay with unanswered questions it's seeking what you what you want to find um question until you understand and dig until you find the purpose ah that's good how do you apply that to your life i like that um i think it's i think it's kind of a natural thing when we all like if there's a question that's unanswered and like it depends on how the person answered it if it's not the answer you like or you really didn't get your answer we kind of just like back off and we don't ask again because sometimes that can seem rude or come across as like annoying if you're constantly asking but if you're not getting the answer you want don't stop keep going until you get what you like are looking for because if you're just going to stop halfway through you're not like genuinely getting what you want out of it i love this because again there's a a post i put on my facebook when did the the video of the first day we were here is put together a little hodgepodge thing of some of the things we experienced and i remember when mom and i came here years ago you know before we were married, and it was kind of an interesting trip because I remember standing on the beach for the very first time as an adult, right? Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, and, and obviously I didn't know if mom would be the one, but I remember thinking, I want my kids to be able to see this when they're young. Yeah. And I want them to be able to, to you know, to, uh, I don't know, just be a part of something bigger than, than them. This is their childhood. And the funny thing about that, Savannah, was um, I always thought, People told me, well, the, the, the ocean's salt, salty, it's salt water. I'm yeah. Like, well, I've gargled with salt water before. Is it like that? <laughs> exactly. And it was one of those unanswered questions. And so I went in the water and was swimming around. And, you know, you get some of that ocean in your mouth. You got to spit it out because it tastes nasty as it's crap. awful. But guess what? I tasted it. And I'm like, okay, it's a lot worse than gargling with salt water. Yeah. But those are those unanswered questions. I would hate for you guys to be landlocked in Utah, never having really... I guess the knowledge of what the ocean tastes like, what it smells like, what the beach sand the humidity. feels like, <laughs> the humidity, how big it is. Like, yeah. you know, uh, those kind of things. If you have unanswered questions, don't just Google it. Go exactly. experience it. Yeah. Like, how do we know the pyramids in Egypt are really there? We haven't experienced it. Yeah. We just kind of are hoping. So we got to go sometime. So those, those that kind of stuff I think is amazing. And I think most people, they get they get afraid of like adventure, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. of the time, the cost, the the energy ex- it's going to exude, all that stuff. And so we just stay put. Exactly. Gas prices right now, four oh. bucks a gallon down here. So expensive. No one's getting out. No one's getting around. So our yeah. our world is becoming less accessible. So I'd say I find agree. alternative means to go see, experience, and partake of life, right? Yeah. Make sure that like what you're doing is what you want. 
those unanswered questions it's if it's a question that you genuinely have it obviously means something so don't stop until you know that you have the right answer i love it all right our third one is um do what you want and say no to what you don't want hmm that's a big one Uh, sometimes saying no is hard you know when someone's asking for help or someone's asking for some assistance um we have a hard time saying no yeah you know what i'm saying like they don't ask for help very often and so uh they that's a big one it is okay how does that apply to your life because i'm i want to take a little bit of a deep dive on this one like saying yes to stuff and saying no to things like doing what i want i think it's like um let me think of an example like with volleyball um with volleyball i've been like it's something i want to do and there's been a lot of missed opportunities but I didn't just stop because um, I missed an opportunity. I kept going with it. Um, and there was some opportunities that probably were easier than others. And I did have to say no to those because of something else. Like, I wanted to do a high school team and I didn't make it. So we tried to do a club team and that didn't end up working out for a season. And maybe my last my last option was a city league. And I didn't want to do that. But it was an opportunity. And so I still took it. And I still went for it. And that, that's an example I could use. See, and I like that, I like that, I like that a lot. The, the way that I'm approaching it, too, is with what we just talked about is, you know, stop saying no to the things that, that, that kind of scare you. And yeah. say yes to the things that you know you can have. And I think part of that would be, you know, again, going on a trip. You know, yeah. I, I totally intend and I hope that you kids will go out and explore your world and not tell yourself, no, it's not possible because everything's been discovered. Everything's been seen. Yeah. yeah but with someone else's eyes, not yours. Yes. So say yes to some of those experiences. And and the hard part about that is um, that we get this fear that, that kicks in the, 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 the what could that what could happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you guys went down to the beach the other day, like we talked about what could happen. Well, lots of things you could, could get hit happen. By a car, you could get swallowed by a shark. You could <laughs> drown. Uh, yeah, there's so many different things, but like we've got to be able to take some of those risks so that you can learn your surroundings and experience life. I mean, yeah. plus I know that you guys have good heads on your shoulders, so you're not going to put yourself in situations that are dangerous. Yeah, but go experience it. Don't yeah. don't say no to life for life. Go out and say yes and see what happens. Yeah. There's something so liberating in the simple act of stepping off the conveyor belt. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to be honest. You either spend every hour um, at the whim of other people's expectations or you start living how you really want to. Mm. It's a very good definition. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So our number four is... um, (laughs) Let's do this one. Our number four is stop vacationing and start exploring. See? (laughs) That's exactly what we're talking about. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about that. What... What have you already explored here in Huntington Beach, California, instead of the vacation? Um, We have gone down to the beach. We've walked all the way through this entire little neighborhood and just seen all the cool houses just randomly throughout. Um, We have went down to the shops. We've went to downtown Disney, even though Disneyland was closed. We've done the small things. That's not just like the basics of vacationing. I feel like when people think of the word vacationing, it's just going there and like, doing everything that's already been listed to do. Like, let's say you're in Mexico or something. And it's like, well, you have to go zip lining here. You have to go to the beach here. Like, mm-hmm. do stuff outside of that. There's other things that um, you could go explore that might not just be in that little pamphlet they give you. See, I love that. We went and ate at this taco place yesterday that was kind of a hole in the wall and not yeah. really, you know, that uh, that publicized. How amazing was that food? 
It was so good. Because it came off a recommendation of a friend, not so much a pamphlet, right? Yeah. Well, and then there's those things too, like this farmer's market. We didn't know that was there. It's, it's not on any, you know, like, like you know, website or things. It's just like, oh, we're bumping into this. And so we went and experienced it. Yeah. Talking to locals, being able to experience some of the culture, not, you know, not walking around with, with the camera around your neck exactly. all the time. And so I love that one a lot. I think a lot of times we get stuck into the process of things. Yeah. And we miss the small intimate things. Exactly. Right? Which leads into our next one, which says, understand that your life unfolds um, as your mind perceives it. I like it. So tell me tell me how that applies. Um, I think it's just when it talks about how your mind perceives it, I think it's talking about like how we always have like really high expectations, really low expectations, even with this trip coming. We've never like stayed at this exact place or this neighborhood or wherever we are. Um, and I remember me and Brooklyn were talking and we were just like, we had all these big ideas of what we're going to do and picture ideas and all these cool places we wanted to go see. And we're like, well, what if it doesn't work out? And so we kind of started lowering our expectations in case it didn't. So we didn't have such a like downfall when we realized that it probably didn't work out exactly how we planned it. And they, it's exceeded a lot of my expectations, but it's also dropped a lot of them as well. And I think when me and Brooklyn were talking about it, even just this morning walking to the beach, we're like, we had all the, I was like, I think it was good that we didn't like expect so much out of something that might have been so little. I'm so glad you brought that up because part of, of these experiences is to just go with what it is. Yeah. Right? And I, I know that sometimes we, we go overboard because, you know, this place we're staying at, although like not even a block away from the beach, you can see the <laughs> yeah. water from here. It's, it's amazing. Um, we were like, I wonder how much this thing costs on the open market. You know, oh you're, my gosh! You're living yeah. in a two a two point five million dollar like like house right now. Yeah. But when you look around this thing, does it look like two point five million? Not at all. It Why? does not look like that because it's just it's older, it's older. built. Like there's not even lights in half the rooms just because that's like how it was built back yep. then. And you know, <clears throat> the interesting thing is you're you're paying for location here. You're not paying for luxury, which is yeah. interesting. For that's us, different it for a lot fits of our needs, right? Yeah, 100%. But we've also seen some houses just uh, <laughs> a couple oh rows down gosh. that are just Huge, insane. beautiful. And I love it because it's like, this is sufficient for our needs. We, you know, yeah. we don't need anything bigger. We don't need anything smaller. This is perfect for us. And I love it because um, when Boston rolled in here, he's like, oh, the bathroom's creepy. Yeah. It's just older. It right? is. It's got, the old, it's got the older tile and stuff in it, but I'm like, you the guys, lights, yeah. we're not here to stay in this house. Yeah, we're here to go explore. Absolutely. I love your expectations kind of being, you know, I guess a little bit throttled yeah, back. Yeah, so it unfolds as you uh, perceive it. So That's a lot like life, too. It that is. That is not just a vacation home. That's 100%. a lot like life. If you, if you just throttle that back a little bit and get real, um, doors are going to open. Yeah. Our next thing is tie your loose ends and seek help if you need it. Mm -hmm. And I love it. It says, don't undervalue the importance of taking time to heal, to grieve, or to find closure. This isn't a wallow. This isn't about wallowing some more. Um, this is about acknowledging that your brokenness is not a defect. It's an element of being human, and it deserves more attention, not your judgment. So then, why do you think so many people get stuck in that? Because that's that's what we call like the victims and agents. Some people yeah. like playing the victim role, and then your life becomes kind of the state of captivity. Yeah. Right. Instead of like that liberty, that freedom to to do what you want. I think that's because they're not valuing the importance of the after. I think it's just they've always been stuck in that before of that victim statement where it's never what's going to be after if I do heal. Mm. It's always 
the before. So, so I notice there's people that, that do this, and it's important for me to touch base with this with you. And that's there's this funny little thing I've noticed called the secondary gain. And I don't know if it's yeah. like you know if it's you know cult <laughs> kosher or not. It's just something uh-huh. I've noticed. And I've seen that sometimes people's victim mentality gets so strong, and they're just surviving life that they kind of feel like it's become their identity. And therefore, if they change that or if they let that feeling of worry, anxiety, uh, suppression, oppression kind of like keep them back, if they allow that, then, then that's just normal to them. But if they let it go, it's like now I have to like create something new. If I remove that victim mentality out of my heart, yeah. Who am I? Because I am my abuse. I am my my pain. I am my suffering. I am my survival. Exactly, yeah. That's that's a scary place to camp it out, is. isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Um, our next one is saying be honest with people, be brutally open, wildly honest. There is um an unperceived there's unperceived kindness and connectedness when you turn to someone and admit that you're struggling just like they are. Human condition is far less than a burden when you finally realize that you're not alone. Mm. So then why do you think so many of us put on this face uh, or this mask that everything's okay when what it's saying is, hey, let people in It's human. to help? Yeah. I think it's because people don't understand that there's human nature, that other people are struggling because, like, for example, social media, everyone looks like they have such this perfect life and there's everyone's just perceived as perfect from your perspective. And mom's always told me um, if I'm if like, cause I've struggled with tons of stuff when it comes to judgment with friends or just people I see online. And she's always told me that if I'm looking for someone better, I'm always going to find that person. And that's just what our mind naturally does. And so I think that if we can fully comprehend the fact that human nature is natural and that there's always going to be someone else struggling with us, that if we can find that safe place and open up that it'll be better to not feel alone, you right. can take that first step. Right. And and then to kind of move it forward and not just grow old together, but heal together because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to have these things called trauma bonds where yeah. both your trauma are what binds you. And therefore, if you heal that, you'll have nothing in common. Right. Yes. So you got to be cautious with that kind of stuff. But I, lo- I love that premise. I do, too. All right. Our next one is, um, let's see, get out of your own head. Learn to compartmentalize your compartmentalize. thoughts That's yeah a hard one. it's a hard word um it may not happen naturally at first but you realize that there are more there has to be more oh there's oh stop that right there 1837 okay okay but realize that there has to be more shifts from work mode into life mode love mode sister mode whatever mode you want to fall into daily stop trying to squeeze yourself into one truth at a time hmm that's pretty that's pretty powerful I love that. How, the does little... it, how does it apply to you? Because I'm curious. I think it applies to me with, like, the fact, um, I don't know, trying to squeeze myself into such, like, a small reality or something that somebody puts out there for me that's probably a lie that I'm trying to make a truth. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's when I feel stuck and that's when I start to feel like I can't go anywhere is because I'm trying to live such a perfect life that everyone thinks I do. It limits your growth. Yeah. You become you become kind of a, an assimilation, like, you know, like join the ranks instead of this individual, right? Yeah. Everybody gets so, so caught up in um, the reality of someone else's life that I feel like they forget their own. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a big one, specifically with, with the generation that revolves around social media, because you have these, these funny little kids that are trying to be these these powerful things called influencers 
<laughs> and that word drives me mental because I'm like, Same. none of them are in, Influence. influencing people for like the real positivity. Exactly. They're, they're trying to market their brand. You know? Yeah. They're not going for the UBU. It's UB me. Yeah. Follow me. And I, and that word yeah. influencer, I think is, is taking very, taken very lightly because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, some of these influencers, like we talk about the David Dobrik stuff. Yeah. He's, he's a moron. Yeah. You know, and and those those Paul boys, Jake and whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Yeah, them. those guys, they're they're idiots. You know, they've yeah. grown up as these this kind of like narcissistic, you know, complex. They're like, look at me, look at us, yeah. follow us, um, and they're influencing what like chaos. Exactly, you know? and, and like, it's never. Hmm. I ha- I hate that too. I completely understand where you're coming from when people are like. I want, I'm an influencer. You really aren't because I feel like everybody has their own influence on themselves and other people, obviously. But I think the main influence needs to come down to what how you look at yourself. Because I know a lot of people who are want to say that they want to become something or this or like, I don't know. I know a lot of people who are like, I want to become a therapist or I want to become a social media influencer. And it's hard because I'm looking at them like, you don't understand who you are yet. So wait until you know who you are and then you can move on. Well, that's the thing is everyone wants the attention until it's all there exactly you know because you're going to get attention for the good and the bad and, and the cool thing about this is you know they're doing all of this stuff to try and look and be good okay yeah but when the tables turn they do something stupid and people don't like it then they get hurt and it's like you know they get shocked i can't believe that you're you're turning against me it's kind of like here's the problem then you know you shouldn't be taking credit for people's attention and the positivity they're giving you and you shouldn't give attention yeah. to the negativity. Yep. If you're doing what you love, much like what Addict Athlete is in this minor league, we are not doing it to like you know get thousands of followers. We're doing yeah. it because someone needs to hear this. No, I. And so we're, I'm not going to take it. If someone says, "Hey, coach, I've used Addict Athlete for good, and I'm changed, and I'm running marathons now, and I'm I'm coaching people, and I'm living my best life with my family," I'm like, "Right on." I'm not going to be like, "That was me that did yeah, that." Yeah, I did that. No. And I'm certainly not going to say, "Hey, Coach Blue, you know, uh, your your podcast was late coming out, and so I used, and you know, you guys are horrible, or whatever." Yeah. That would never happen. But you know, the premise. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to accept that either. Exactly. So if if I'm not going to accept the good, I'm not going to accept the bad, and vice versa. When it comes yeah. to that, I'm, we're doing this because we love it. We're we're quote unquote on vacation, and what are we doing right now? If we're recording this podcast. And why? Because we love it. Because we love it. No, I've been in a ton of situations where I've even shared some with you firsthandedly where I have shared like open advice or something that I strongly believe in I've lived by for so long that I've shared with a friend or something and I've seen them take something I said and they don't even live by it or anything but they knew what I said was powerful and meaningful enough that they just use it to other people and everyone's like, wow, I love that and they're getting all the credit for something I said but I never like pull them aside and be like, I said that, that was me, that was me because I don't mind. If it, it obviously influenced them enough that they wanted to share it with someone else that they felt that strongly with. And so I'm going to completely agree with that and I'm going to want them to share that openly. That's the only reason we do this is and give advice because we want other people to go and share it with other other people. It's funny, that, that same premise. There's another addict to athlete in, in Colorado and they have the Roman numeral two. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we have the Roman numeral two. They have the number two. And we didn't know each other existed until I posted a video with the name and it popped up on his screen and we got in contact. And his name's Rob. He's a really cool guy in Colorado. And it was funny because he said one time, he messaged me and said, hey, I really like the erase and replace philosophy. Can I use that? 
And I'm like, yeah, man, go right ahead. Uh-huh. And so it's cool to see like him using that. Um, and I've never said, okay, but if you use it, make sure that you tell Google I need credit. That, that's it's mine. mine. Yeah. yeah. Those are two words in the English language. Anyone can use them. Exactly. And if he's using them for positivity, I could care less because 100%. he's pushing the message too. You know, we have Addict to Athlete was the first program of its kind in Utah that used you know, athletics for, for health and, and you know healing. Yeah. And then all these other programs started popping up. There's one called Fit to Recover and, and Recovery Strong and, and, and uh, others. And it was funny when it first popped out. I remember one of my captains was like, Coach, does that make you mad? Are you upset? I'm like, heck no. I'm like they're doing their own thing, and they're all we're all on the same team. Yeah. But I'm not going to like criticize them for what they're doing. I'm going to help them build their building, you know. Yeah. And I'm going to make mine as big as I can without tearing yeah. anyone else's down. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love no. that concept. That's a big That's one about my favorite. about yeah about surviving versus living life. Yeah. Life's too short to be caught up in that drama. Isn't it is. It? It's so so short. When you see some of this drama that people get caught in, and you're like. Is that really? And oh, then they have it's to survive like, it. It's so hard, like bringing that to like the mm-hmm. face of reality. We're like, wow, someone's really deciding like this is more important over their life right now. It's insanity. It is. <laughs> but those are our tips for live for starting to survive instead of I mean living instead of just surviving. And like I said, you know what's cool about this? I, I love this topic, and I do talk about it in my own groups and stuff because there's this show, and you, I mean, you've watched it with us. Remember yeah. Man vs. Wild with yeah. Bear Grylls, right? He's out there trying to survive. They call it survival. Right? Yeah. Survival. Yeah. Is it called Survivor Man? Something. Something like that. Um, the, the funny thing about this is they're following him at the scariest time. Like, you're dropped off. You're all alone. What do you do? Yeah. And it's kind of action-packed, right? He's like, if there's a bear coming and all you have is a stick and a rope, you're going to do this. And it shows him how to, like, you know, create a, a, exactly. a suspension bridge or something. Or you're in the desert and you're ready to die. Here's some <laughs> camel poop. And he, like, squeezes water on the camel poop and drinks it. And we're all like, oh, my gosh. You ever notice they never film him while he's home in his backyard, by his pool, drinking lemonade, reading the paper. Yeah. When he's living life, no one cares. But when he's in survival mode, everyone's like, well, they want to watch because it's drama. It's entertaining, So yeah. it's kind of a funny thing, huh, how our society has thought that the survival thing is just the way it should be because we're all the daily grind. We all got to get our own slice of the pie. Exactly. No, life in and of itself, when you're living life, it's not as action-packed. But you know what? Bear Grylls could not stay out there forever like that. Yeah. It, it wouldn't work. Yeah. He, he would die because it's just too much. Which is so, why it's people following. <laughs> exactly. So the funny thing about that is, is is, it takes a lot of energy to survive. It takes a lot of heart and it understanding does. to live. That's yeah. how I see it anyway. Yeah. No, I love it. So that's our topic for you guys today. Um, we love that you guys have been reaching out with some questions. We got some funny responses with our last one and we love it. So if you guys need any help outside of these podcasts, we have one-on-one with Coach Blue that are now on Thursdays? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. So we have Our them. one-on-one with Coach Blue is, is Wednesday nights, our live yeah. recording, and then we post them on Friday. Yeah. Regular podcast every Monday. Yep. Right? Yours comes out on Wednesdays. Wednesdays. And uh, yeah, Radio Ronin. Thank you so much for hosting us. Thank you. That's awesome. There's some big news coming out of Radio Ronin. There's some cool changes coming That's about. Fun. So uh, part of the Radio Ronin family, so thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, but like always, there are no ordinary moments.